welcome to Leader Flow, hydration for thirsty leaders, a preeminent source of curated world-class leadership resources that will enable you to grow your influence and multiply your impact. Alex Sapala and Steve Kane are experienced leaders in both the profit and non-profit sectors, giving them a unique vantage point which enables them to deliver multi-dimensional leadership principles and practices to help maximize your leadership flow. Let's join the conversation. You know, Steve, um, I've been thinking a lot about the whole paradigm of leadership and management. A lot of people string lead a manager into one position and it's almost the same term as interchangeable there were times i think i really had confusion around the manager and the leader terms and i would use both of them interchangeably and probably not really think about it. i think there's a lot of people out there that are going yeah what's the difference between leading and management i mean we often hear about people talking about management roles and we also hear them talking about leadership roles yeah but there's a lot of confusion over the difference between the two, and I certainly have had that over the past number of years as well. So have I, indeed. So, so what is the difference between leadership and management then? Well, John Maxwell, after years of working in these areas and talking about leadership and management, he boils it down to managers work with processes, whereas leaders work with people. Mm. For an organisation to work well, you need both managers and leaders because right. people aren't machines. They have emotions and motivations and people don't like to feel like they're being managed. They prefer to be led. Right. And reality is we can't manage people. We manage the process, right? That's right. But we lead people and we influence people. So what really is the role of a leader then? If we're not managing the person, what's the role of the leader? The role of the leaders are to lead the people who manage the process. And when they are led they perform at a much higher level. Mm, I like that. A quote by Tom Mullins, it says, leaders must be good managers, but most managers are not necessarily good leaders. Yeah, and I think that's a really important distinction because a lot of people are looking after areas that there's a lot of processes that happen, but they tend to you know, lean into that space of just trying to manage people like they're managing the process. The process. It's no wonder people start getting upset. And when that happens, because mm. of the way they're feeling like they're being treated like a machine or just part of a process rather yep. than a human being, it takes away their dignity. When you have someone that you feel like is doing that and not appreciating, not valuing you and your input and, and how you're operating, that's just all about the end product without mm. any consideration for who's actually making that end product, yep. then there, there's problems that develop in that thing. It's great to be able to move to leading people that's really important. I like what Tom Mullen says there mm. about that. So if leadership is more than management, what does John Maxwell say leadership is then? Leadership is influence. And it looks more like this. It looks like people more than projects. It looks like movement more than maintenance. Art more than science. Leadership is an art. It is. Working with yeah. people and their emotions and there's a lot of intuition that goes into that and that's mm. the next point, intuition more than formula. Leadership is vision more than procedure. It's risk more than caution. It's action more than reaction. It's relationships more than rules and who you are more than just what you do. 
Mm. So there's a lot of character stuff in there. So if you're finding yourself in a leadership role but have been focused in on more of the process, the managing than the people, what does John then suggest you do to begin thinking like a leader and to grow in that direction, Steve? Leaders think longer term. So they're not just stuck in the moment. It's about doing the right thing, not just doing. Where do we need to go from here? What does our future look like? We were at a board recently, and that was a big part of it, isn't it? Boards yeah. are about leadership. It's about the Strategy and vision, absolutely. It's not about the operations and processes. Yeah. It's about where do we go from here and yeah. what would help be the best place for us to go to. Mm, exactly. Leaders see within the larger context. We can often get narrow-shaped thinking around the areas that we're leading in or responsible for. Leaders see in a much larger context, not just about themselves or their initial team. Leaders think, how will this impact not only my people, but just how it impact the whole department, the wider department. But leaders try and see things in terms of an entire organization. Mm. How will this, how will what we're doing impact this organization and even outside of that? So it's really big thinking, thinking in a larger context, because sometimes a particular direction might look great within a smaller context, but when you zoom out, you suddenly realize, hang on, that's not a that's not a great thing for us to be doing. We're actually taking away from where we really need to go to. Yeah, absolutely. So leaders think longer term. So we're talking about creating that vision and that ongoing success, and they look in things in a larger much larger context. Yeah. So would you suggest that maybe leaders also are pushing boundaries in things? Would they be looking at making change a permanent thing? Is that, is that something that yeah. a leader would do? Absolutely. They look for opportunities for improvement and new ways. They like to see progress and, and make changes that support the better, mm. the better option. Yeah. Uh, and not just the better, I might say, that they're actually pushing forward to the best option. Right. Leaders often say, why do we do this this way? And let's try this. They're innovators. <laughs> they get challenged by that because we've always done it this way response. That's right. <laughs> They're always is, looking at a different way of improving. This is how we do it here. That's how we've always and done you go, it. Well, have you reached the pinnacle of how you're doing it now? Or could there be a possibility that there's even something better than what we're doing? That's right. So we're we're challenging the leader is in challenging the status quo, the 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 what is norm and what has always happened and and then and and challenging, well, how is that serving you? Leaders are cage shakers. They are indeed. They take the current environment and they shake the cage a little bit Mm. to see how can we improve this where what falls out Mm. what what gets dropped uh what new what new things need to be put in so leaders they're big boundary pushers because they're looking for something more okay so we're covering some things you're talking about vision you're talking about uh, pushing the boundaries and we're talking about creating or enlarging the context in which they work and which people think in as well. Because we can become very defined thinkers, can't we, when, we're, when we do the same thing over and over again. Exactly. And I can't remember who it was. I think they put Albert Einstein to it and said if you – the definition of insanity, insanity. Is, is thinking the same thing and expecting a different outcome or doing the same thing and expecting a different outcome. Yeah. So I'd yeah. imagine that they're working really with people at a personal level and looking at their motivation, looking at what motivates the people that they're leading as well as... Yeah, look, the big emphasis for leaders is 
the focus is the people, right? With people, there's a lot of intangibles. Right. We're talking about things like morale, and what builds morale in one team won't build a morale in another team. That's so right. you, you know, this is where the art comes in. It's not yep. just straight science as to leadership. Because I, I like the difference. Because we've got to get clear on the difference. Because art is something that is flowing and is something different. Yes. Whereas science is a proven method. Here it is. Here's a principle. Here's a scientifically proven principle. If you do X and you add it to Y, you'll come up with Z. Yeah. And that's a science, whereas art is an intangible thing, can be tangible. Yeah. There may be some science there, but it won't provide all the answers. Right. And so you, you have to kind of flex outside those normal things. Right. And there's a lot of – we're talking about some intuition as well, but we'll get to that. But motivation mm. – that's an intangible, uh, dealing with momentum. With Emotions with, of yeah. people. Yeah. Yeah, right. The attitude, yep. big attitudes. attitudes. You know, you see people walk through the door and uh, there's a rain cloud there coming right That's through. Right. Yep. Um, atmosphere. Yep. Um, timing. These are in, intangible things. Is, is this the right time for this? It, it might be a great idea, but it can be a totally wrong time. And wrong time because it, of where the people are at, for example. Right. Not just the fact that there's a timing thing. It could be the right time to do this, but the, if the people are in the wrong place and you need the people to be able to do it, well, then you need to lead the people and you have to, you have to deal with the people first before you can deal with what they do. Exactly. So, yeah, there's a lot of stuff on in, intangibles. And the other thing is that leaders learn to rely on intuition. This is pretty scary for a lot of people. Well, actually, I remember reading something about the psycho uh, by, by a psychologist, Joyce Brothers. He said, trust your hunches. They're usually based on facts filed away just below the conscious level. Mm. Intuition alone may not be enough to go on, but you should never ignore your intuition. Yeah. What do you think about that? I think this is very, very sound advice mm. because you don't want to totally ignore facts and details. Um, but at the other side too, that there's that intuition side. And sometimes, you know, this, yeah, it's all adding up, but something doesn't feel right here. Well, re you know. Um, and there's usually a good reason for it. Oh, look, absolutely. And uh, in the past, men haven't really handled this intuition stuff. So we relabel it for, for men, gut. Yes. You know, it just doesn't sit right in my gut. So yeah. we're talking about something you know deep down inside just isn't quite right with, with the situation. And most of the time men have in the past set that aside. Uh, men and women both need to listen to intuition as a leader. If you're in a leadership position, you need to learn to rely a little bit more on your intuition. Is that the message? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, um, I do agree with the psychologist Joyce Brothers when he said, you know, trust your hunches. They're usually based on facts filed away just below the conscious level, as you said. Um, there's also another element I'd like to bring in here, and that is that there, for people of faith, that, that hunch is a godly hunch. They, they, it's the impression of God on their life. Yep. And that's another way that's often used uh, throughout the world in relation to intuition and, and dealing with some things that, no, maybe this is not something that I feel God's impressing me on this. I just don't feel right. I can't sit right with it. It's interesting because I remember many years ago someone shared with me 
They said prayer is the time when we speak to God and intuition is a time when God speaks to us. Yeah. And so we do need to learn to listen to and it. It's not just about the no, it's no. also about the intuition. Sometimes there's this God, go for it. Go for it. That's yeah. right. That's and exactly so right. you know, hey, okay, we're going to go for it. Yep. The other aspect, so if you've been thinking more like a manager, but you want to flex into starting to think more like a leader, mm. is that leaders are really big in investing power in others. They're empowerers. They're not, they're not controllers. And leading isn't about controlling. It, it's about releasing. Now, you think, Alex, back in your work life and business life, whenever someone tries to control you, you know, nothing beautiful is ever forced. Mm, exactly. When you're being controlled, you want to get out of that. Yep. But when you're being given release to do great things and empowered then you go forward and you, you really want to get do your very best in it and the important thing there is also as you as you release people into doing those things that they take with them the authority but also the responsibility for for the outcomes mm. and that's the important part from a leadership point of view is that we imbuing them and release them to do within their own creative space the things yeah. that you want them to do they carry the authority, but they also carry the responsibility. So when things go well, pat on the back. When things don't go so well, there's a there's a kick in the pants. That's it. You got to own. What, you got to own, own it. You got to own the outcome, and yeah. that really helps to develop people as well. So good leaders look for good people to invest their time and effort in, and then release and empower them to perform. But additionally. Better leaders are delighted to see members of the team find their own ways to get things done. Absolutely, which is what you were just speaking about. Exactly. Doing it in their walking in their own shoes, yep. having a chance to do it their way, but still get the result. Yeah. And additionally to all that, with best leaders, if some of these people they invested in begin to outshine the leader that empowered them in the first place, yeah. They're That's actually so excited about it. They're yeah. like, yes. That's right. I had a hand. You've done I had your a job. Part yeah. In, right. in helping them move forward. And even if they become better than you. You want them to. This That's is great. the difference. Yeah. You want them to be better because otherwise you're, you're sitting there at the top of the pile with this tablet of arrogance saying that you are yeah. the best that there is. Well, no, no, you're not. Someone is better. That's it. And you've had a hand in helping that person develop. And that's what you want. Why would you invest in someone and then put a lid on them? Exactly. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. You want to see what they can become with the potential that they have and, and the way that you empower them to use that potential. So really, if you've got if you've got a real good handle on leadership as you develop in your leadership, you, you really are you see yourself as a bit of an agent of change because you're changing both circumstances of an organization, but you're also changing the people within that organization. Is that an accurate? Oh, absolutely. I mean, you and I are really passionate about this. We love developing people. Yeah. When you and I are the happiest, it's when we're in the middle of developing people. When you we? when you see the eyes light up and go, oh, wow, yeah, okay. That, oh, wow, that's, those are aha moments yeah. is what we live for and what we that's do. That's it. Those, yeah. And you see the hope restored and you see the new ways of doing yep. things. Yeah, I'm going to go out there. There's one more, Alex, I'd like to share with you. Leaders see themselves as agents of change. They embrace and seek innovation, improvement, and even those new challenges. Because if those new challenges can lead to a better place for everybody, why not? 
And so they love those kinds of challenges. They want more than just seeing progress. Uh, they want to get in there and help make it happen. You know what, really, leadership really is a moving target. It's one of those things that continues to change. And yesterday's leadership may not serve you well in tomorrow's leadership because as each person comes in your path, they all have different needs and they all have different different ways of doing things. Mm. You know, if you're a manager, you want to start thinking as a leader and look at some of the things that Steve has shared with us today and look at how we can grow our vision, how we can empower others, how we can release others to move into and add their creative flow to the whole process. How can you push the boundaries in the way that you think as you step from manager to leader change your emphasis and focus from process to people. Mm. And you can still manage. You can still manage process. You can still manage outcomes. But when you're leading people to bring about those outcomes, you'll find that there is such a different way of doing life. You'll be amazed at the difference that good leadership makes towards people on your team and the organization that you're in, as well as make a difference in your own life because now all of a sudden you have developed all these people that can assist you to bring about the change in a much faster way that benefits not just you but everyone within the team. If you want to know more about leadership and growing your leadership influence, please reach out to designedalliance.com.au and we look forward to serving you more in the future. Thanks, Steve. Thanks for listening to the Leader Flow Podcast. If you found our content valuable, you can subscribe and give us a five-star review so others can benefit from the content too. All our episodes and other valuable Leaderflow information can be found on our website, leaderflow.com.au.